When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, the Black Caps are on the rack heading into day four of the decisive second test against India and Mumbai. They need 400 runs for victory. They won't get them. I've got five wickets left. They'll lose those. And Ajaz Patel's 14-wicket haul, the only real highlight to speak from, uh, the three days so far. And joining us now to analyse the test is former Black Caps coach, current Royal Challengers Bangalore boss Mike Hesson. Uh, Hess, good morning to you. Morning, Steve. Yeah, well, we lost the toss. We lost Kane Williamson at the time. From that point onwards, it was always uh, uphill traffic and we didn't pick Neil Wagner. So before we get to Patel, how did you sum up the start of that test match for us? Uh, look, I... Yeah, I couldn't really work out why Wagner didn't play. I mean, um, as I said, it's more about knowing how you're going to get wickets against the opposition. And I think we saw guys that are going to bang it in halfway down on a wicket with bounce. Um, I think it was a good option. I mean, Will Somerville, um, you know, looks a little bit short of a gallop, as probably did in that first test. But um, also a lot of right-handers in that Indian side. So, I mean, they're always going to look to dominate him. So it kind of took him out of the game. So I thought Wagner would have been a better choice. But... You know, unless you're on the ground, sometimes it's hard to make that call. Um, and look, we just couldn't control the run rate in the first innings with the ball. And with the bat, we were, uh, yeah, we were poor. There's no doubt about that. Didn't have a defensive option and weren't able to sort of apply any pressure from a, a batting point of view. So uh, that left us in a pretty precarious position. Where do we, um, I'm not quite sure the medical side of this, you may be a little bit more up on it, but this Williamson elbow scenario is, it's, well, it's debilitating for him, but it's it's really costing us on a on a much more regular basis these days. So, are we looking at a, a major surgery here to and a, a maybe six months out of the game or something or for his continuance to play it long term? Well, I'm not sure the period out of the game, but I think it's got to the point where surgery is definitely required. I mean, you can't go into a test match, and I'm sure Kane will be the most frustrated of anybody. I mean, the fact he's he's given it a huge amount of rest and it just hasn't. Uh, recovered. I mean, he's missed, he's missed cricket throughout the last 18 months. Um, you know, initially he had a hip issue, but this, this elbow has been going on for a long time. So, I think he's got to choose a window. He's just got to he's got to bite a bullet, really, um, get the operation done, and then hopefully come back fully fit. Right. Okay. Let's get to um, the, the crux of the test match from our point of view, and that has been Ajaz Patel, incredibly 14 wickets, but 10 for 119. Where does that sit for you as an achievement by a New Zealand cricketer? Oh, it's got to sit um, right up there with Richard Hadley. I think 9.52 sort of captivated the country, really. Um, you know, 1985-86, you know, those that were alive can remember that forever. And I think those that watched um, Ajaz Patel go about his work across that sort of day and a half, um, you know, as he just kept picking up wicket after wicket, you know, people started to 
think is a dream alive. And, um, you know, to get 10 wickets is... Well, it's only happened three times in the history of the game, which is just a phenomenal achievement, um, you know, against players who are exceptional against spin. So in a, in a surface that, sure, it offered a little bit, but it wasn't ridiculous. Um, and I remember talking to AJ a, a couple of weeks ago with the T20s were on, actually, um, online, and he was just going, look, he can't wait to, to get to his hometown um, in Mumbai, which is obviously where his extended family is. Um, he was excited about that. He, he knew there was bounce on offer. Um, so yeah, for him to have that in his sights, you know, weeks in advance, and then to go and perform like that, just incredible. Yeah, it was staggering. Absolutely staggering. Almost as staggering for me is that he got no help at the other end uh, at all. Um, and, and we look at uh, Will Somerville, who has bowled an incredible amount of deliveries in this Test series. For now, I mean, what has happened there? Well, I just think that, you know, an off-spinner in India, um, against Indian players, you know, predominantly right-handed, they just eat that for breakfast. And, um, you know, they were able to pick their gap, whether it was long on, whether it was deep mid-wicket, they were able to just manoeuvre him around. He wasn't as consistent as we know he can be. Um, Probably, you know, he really struggled to be able to control a line. Um, You know, both captains sort of in the first test and the second test both tried to sort of change plans and, you know, either go straight or go wide, and he just wasn't quite able to execute. So, look, I think, you know, Will will be frustrated in terms of he hasn't executed as well as he can, but, you know, this is a tough ask. You know, he's a predominantly right-handed attacker. who just love that type of bowling. Mm. Now then, let's get to uh, probably the biggest issue of the lot is, is, is the batting side of things, uh, Hess. Uh, all out for 62. Uh, I, I just, I was mind-blowing, really. Uh, it was quite staggering for... Uh, a side that has, has played pretty damn well with the bat for quite some period of time now. Yeah, look, it was a real aberration, wasn't it, in terms of how well the guys have played for an yeah, extended period of time, but they just don't, didn't really find out they've got a tempo. Um, I think we talked between tests about you know, them having to be a little bit more decisive in terms of looking to score, but it was a little bit of all or nothing. Um, you know, the old block bash kind of mentality and you know, you know, Jadeja, you know, he didn't play this test, but crikey, they've got a pretty able replacement in Jayant Yadav. Um, you know, against our left-handers, he was effective. But you get Ashwin, Axar Patel has been exceptional. And they just, they know how to bowl in those conditions. They bowl quick. And if you're not decisive in your footwork or your decision-making, you can be exposed. And, um, you know, we talk about how tough it is to start over there. Well, only two blokes got to double figure, so no one really got a start. Um, and then you're... You got You basically got You're waiting for it. You know, the ball's got got your name on it. So unless you're actually looking to score, and then the second innings, to be fair, we've gone out and been almost reckless at times. Um, so it's just trying to find that tempo that we just yeah we haven't quite found. Yeah, uh, it's a, and it's going to be a mess. I think it's going to be over at some stage today, without doubt. Um, so I guess they finally pay us back, and there they've been sitting waiting for a while. You go back to Manchester in uh, 2019, then to Southampton, then of course to the, the recent T20. Uh, I, get they, I guess they get their vindication. Uh, and aside, that's an interesting side too. No Rahani all of a sudden, no Jadeja. Uh, Coley just steps back in and takes the reins. And of course, because he's about to win, um, he's guaranteed those reins for a long period of time now. Yeah, look, I mean, they've got the haven't they? I mean, they, they often, they say they're injured. But, I mean, we knew heading up to those games there were going to be some tough choices. Um, I mean, Jadeja obviously was because he'd play in any team, but Rahane was, was sitting there waiting to, to be left out, really. 
um, other than the fact he capped in the previous Test match. But with Shreyas Iyer doing what he did, um, once again, further depth that India's created. I mean, you know, um, Virat Kohli's record as a as a Test captain is just exceptional, um, and the, their ability to play in India uh, is pretty much the same as us playing in New Zealand in terms of we're almost unbeatable over here, and India are pretty much mm. the same. So. If you go over there and, and you draw a test match or a test series, it's a pretty good effort. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've definitely been outplayed in the second test, no doubt about that, with the exception, of course, of Agas Patel. Which leads me to my final question for you. Um, would you put, I mean, we go to Bay Oval on December, on January 1st, actually, New Year's Day uh, next year. We go to Bay Oval normally. We look at four quick bowlers. Uh, are we in a situation now where Ajaz Patel might not even play in that test match? I mean... Um, if we go traditionally, probably wouldn't. But what about now? Uh, oh, I can't see how he can. I mean, he hasn't got a test, he hasn't got a wicket in New Zealand, um, and it's like it's like mm. chalk and cheese in terms of the conditions. So, um, I think just if you're playing him because he bowled really well in India, <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that he's going to do the job in New Zealand. And I think, as I said, he's had his crack in New Zealand, hasn't quite been able to get the job done. Um, you know, if he was able if he was able to bat more, <laughs> and that's where someone like a Rachin <laughs> Ravindra comes into contention really um, because your spinner just doesn't play a role for the first two and a half days three maybe even four days of a test match in New Zealand so to play a frontline spinner who can only do one thing um, and you're still winning the test matches that you know you've, you've got to pick horses courses I would think yeah I it's totally agree tough, with you I know you've got to go yeah. oh mate that's a, oh, I mean I can't think of another sport where you achieve to this, this to that level on the world stage uh, and then you can't play the next game uh, if you're fully fit. I, I just can't think of an, another sport that, <laughs> no. that would incorporate it that way. Uh, however, mate, I know yeah. you've got to fly. So, Hess, uh, thanks very Thank much you. for your time this morning and, and summing it up so quickly. Cheers. Mike Hess in there, uh, of course, former Black Caps coach. Yeah, we'll catch up with uh, Hess uh, on Smith and & Hess and later in the week to review the whole situation.